166. Woo! It's November 1st, 2017, and I'm Chris, and with me is Walnut. Yep. Well, I guess digitally with me since we're on Skype, but still, you're here in spirit. I don't like spirit, though. So, I mean, like, to be fair, like, I, I still have, like, the microphone and everything set up from when we recorded here last week, so it is kind of, it's set up for another person still. That's um, pretty convenient. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I usually don't remember to take this stuff down until I need to, like, pack it up to bring it to, like, your place. Yeah. So it just ends up staying up for quite a while. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a new week, so there's new news. Is and there, though? Actually, yeah. There. I haven't really kept up. Because so, I, I never do, and I'm just out of touch, and I do too much to be able to sit around and look at news. Um, but, so, like, there is actually a decent amount of news. Um, not everything will is necessarily uh, big talking points. Um, one thing, though, uh, we we ha- we now know what games are going to be in on the PlayStation Plus lineup for November. Oh yeah, because that's that's next week, right? Yeah. And like norm, we normally don't go into into this like what games are coming out on PlayStation Plus, but yeah. uh, for another month they're actually offering a uh, a PSVR game okay. as, as a bonus game uh, until Dawn Rush of Blood. Okay, which was that like shooting on rail shooting gallery thing. Yeah, um, and that's actually going to be offered from November seventh until January second. Wow. Um, and then I'm not a hundred percent sure, but one of the other games being offered is Bound. Which was like this weird ballet dancing, like, I can't think of a better term for it, so I'm going to say Journey-esque game. Okay. It looked, it looked neat when I saw it. It's like a plat, like a 3D platformer. Um, I'm pretty sure that also supports um, the VR headset. I don't know in what capacity, and I don't necessarily know if that was like an additional thing you had to purchase or not. But I, I feel like that game did come out with a, uh, a VR patch at some point. I, I've honestly never heard of it, so I really don't know. Man, you are just... I'm terrible, I know. You are. Look, I'm, I'm super behind on everything, you know that. This is true. This is true. I mean, to be fair, like my DVR has like 43 shows on it right uh, now. <laughs> I, I sat down to catch up on Gotham on Saturday, I think. I started to fall asleep. I had to watch five episodes. I started to fall asleep wow. after the fifth. So now I have to rewatch that one plus this week's. So, so I'm caught up except for the last two. Wonderful segue, by the way, because the next piece of news is Gotham related. Oh, boy. Um, this one is actually just kind of ridiculous. Um, there is going to be a third actress portraying Poison Ivy. Are you kidding me? Nope. Why? So, like next season or at some point this in season? In 2018. So early 2018. So this season. <laughs> so oh it's gonna be Peyton List, who she was. Um, oh, excuse me, I have to take a drink real quick. Sorry. Um, she was um, Snart's sister on Flash, Golden okay. Glider. Yeah. Um, she is going to be, I guess, another slightly. I don't think she's like older, but she she definitely looks a little bit older than the girl who is currently playing her. Is I'm trying to think. Is Ivy was Ivy even in this season so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she was, was in the, the first, first episode. episode or two. I, I think it was like episode two or three where um, Penguin basically told her to go fuck herself. Oh Jesus Christ! This is that's getting a little. Like, so the first the first age jump was okay, fine. That's a little bit more reasonable. But this one is going to be obnoxious because that's going to make Ivy ten, fifteen years older than Batman at the time of when she's actually a big mastermind villain. Yeah, so, well, so, in, 
in the little blurb here from what like WB had to say, and this is from IGN, it says the actor swap is part of Ivy's transformation, bringing the character another step towards becoming the Ivy we know from the comics. And that she is intent on making the city her own green paradise incarnation. So probably what's going to happen is she's going to be cocooned by plants and something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's just kind of silly. Like, I yeah, like I mean, the, the girl who's doing it now has been doing a good job. She kind of she has that weird like innocence to her because she was just like kind of a child when. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're changing her up again. It's just ridiculous it's something all right <laughs> I'm, I'm mad at it i'm very much mad at it so next one is is pretty negative news i guess well not uh, i guess it definitely is negative um so did you hear about all the kevin spacey stuff yeah yeah so as part of that um netflix they announced i think yesterday the day before that um house of cards was going to end after season six which they, apparently Apparently, they, was was actually a decision that they had come to quite a while ago. Yeah, they had announced that before all the Kevin Spacey stuff had actually happened, or not happened, but had been like announced. I hadn't see. I hadn't seen that they were ending it after season six. It I didn't was, see it until after everything sort of happened with Spacey. Or at least they've said the decision. They made that decision before everything that, had come to fruition. That is what I saw. But it's. I think like. It was essentially announced relatively at the same time, and then I believe yesterday they um, they had announced that they were going to postpone production of season six to make sure the cast and crew are good. Essentially, like making sure everyone's finally working with Kevin Spacey for the last season. I'm sh- I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's exactly it. They they suspended production, which was already started. Um, but it, it's, it's suspended until further notice. So it's not like, you know, they suspended it for a week to like check with everybody. Like I'm sure it will happen eventually, but who knows when? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a shame that like some, like, I mean, that show was definitely on its way out. Like I enjoyed the show. Um, but like, I feel, I feel bad for like the rest of the cast and crew because you know, like that having something like that come up with like the star of the show is going to tarnish the show in general. And, like, that show had some, like, the the cast for that show is phenomenal. Like, they have, none of the characters are good, like, like, good people, but they are, they are portrayed so well. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, that's not, there's a few, like, good people that are just completely fucked because everybody else isn't. Um, but yeah, like, it's nuts, because, like, Kevin Spacey's an, an amazing actor, and, like, whether whether this was something that he did a lot when he was younger or whether it was just, like, one drunken, stupid, like, mistake, like, his career is going to be fucked for a while. Yeah, I mean, he's he is a really good actor, but like, this is what happens when you do stupid shit and then things come out. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he, he just shouldn't have done it. Well, like, I, I think it, he's also getting – if he would have come out and – had a more direct apology, I think. Like, not not that people would have just forgiven him, but I feel like it would have gone a long way towards people not having oh. the same backlash. Oh yeah, well yeah, and that's that's the problem is he didn't come out and say like, oh, I'm truly deeply sorry. Like, it was a bad time in my life. But no, it was I don't remember that happening. But if it happened, I'm sorry. And that's... well, so I mean, he he did say he's like, if I. So I, I I think the way that his actual post read was something like 
if I caused I I I I don't remember the the guy's name like to feel this way, then like I owe him a sincere a, a sincere apology. But then he just goes on to basically go like, I don't remember it, and I'm gay. Like almost like he he was trying to because he he's never come out before. Like he's he's very private about his like personal life. Yeah. So it's almost like he was trying to brush off everything by coming out, and it's like that's not gonna fly, dude. Like cool, you're you're you're. You're you're trying to be open, but like this is not the time to do that. This is a time yeah. to like apologize and try and make amends so that your life isn't fucked. Uh, and like the thing that was most ridiculous, like you said, he he tried using coming out or at least not not even coming out to be gay, coming out mostly to be bi because he had said in the past he's had relations with men and women. So, so he, he in his statement, the like the the last line of his statement was like, "I choose to now live as a gay man." Yeah, um, but like he he used that statement, and then you could just see the difference in left wing and right wing um, uh, uh, articles. Some people just coming out and saying that he he did stuff with a little boy with at that time a little boy, fourteen year old uh, kid, and other people coming around saying Kevin Spacey says he's gay. Oh, and he did stuff with a little kid. It's like why are you breezing over the fact that he did stuff with a kid? Uh, it's just. It, that the media drives me nuts. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's one of those like the the worst part is it's and it's not just the media. It's like people in general. Like, I, like I was looking at like I, I'm in a bunch of like Facebook groups like for different like websites and all, and like yeah. a lot of them were like posting these articles and like right away you have somebody like you have like these two polar opposites like colliding a lot of times where it's like everyone's mad at them but everyone's mad at them for a different reason. And then everyone's getting mad at each other. Like at one point, some like somebody was not defending him at all, but they said something along the lines of like that time, like like the mid '80s. It wasn't that uncommon for like a teenage star to be invited to a cast party at like an older star's like apartment or whatever. Which is oh, and, and like and, I'm sure that's true. But then like immediately like that per that person who like went on to say things like it's not acceptable to like. Hey, like, they, they shouldn't, like, they basically went on and said, like, it's not, it's probably not how it should have been, and it's not that, and, like, what he did was wrong, but, like, that happened. Like, you, you can't say, like, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. That's, people just didn't care as much back then for that. Yeah, no, stuff. it's... And, like, I, eight like, people jumped on this person and, like, started attacking him. He was like, well, it didn't take long for someone to say, oh, different times, doesn't matter. It's like, that's not what this person said at all. No, yeah, and because all people do is skim the article and try and find the thing that they want to get mad at. Well, no, see, this and, wasn't even like, the article. This was, like, a comment on, like, a Facebook yeah, post. And and that's all they did. They skimmed the comment. And I'm in agreement with that, dude, of, you know, yeah, maybe different times. Honestly, even now, if a an older cast member is throwing, like, a gathering and it's a big, like, major thing, they're going to want to have the whole cast there. So, yes, have the younger cast there. But don't do anything with the younger cast. Exactly. Like, that's that's where the line gets drawn. Like, yeah, have them there this way. It's like, you can save face, and it's like, all right, the whole cast was together. But don't do stuff with the, the under-18 cast member. And absolutely don't do stuff with any cast member that doesn't want stuff done to them. Yeah, I, and it's one of those things, like, I, I know that... that... That was a different time, and it's a very different sort of career. But like when I was like seven, like sixteen, seventeen, like I had jobs where like the like the people in management were like older than me, and it's not that like I was hanging out with them outside of work, but like I had friendly relationships with them. 
Yeah. So it's one of those things that's like, yeah, you know, like, if they were having, like, some sort of, like, get-together and the whole store was invited, I probably would have been, no. too. I I mean, it, the, the age difference isn't very significant, but I worked at McDonald's. I was 21, and I was invited to some parties. Well, no, I was 20, and I was invited to some parties where there was 17 to 18-year-olds, maybe a 16-year-old there. And I went. I was like, I, I ain't doing anything. I'm not doing it. I'm not touching it. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to get in trouble. And just don't have me in any pictures either because I just don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And I mean, like, like this this gap was significantly more. Like, I think he was 14 and Spacey was, like, 26. Yeah. So, like, it was more than a decade, which, yeah, at that point, like, you are kind of bordering on the, like, well, why did you have a 14-year-old at a party? But at the same time, it's, like, I know for a fact, like, not that I ever invited them, but, like, I was at parties where there were, like, when I was, like, 20, 21, where there were, like, people that were, like, 15, like, maybe just turned 15, and, like, the oldest person there was, like, in their mid to late 20s, and it's not because, like, it's not because the 28-year-old invited the 15-year-old, it's because, like, the 22-year-old was friend with the 28-year-old, and the 18-year-old was friend with the, with the 15-year-old. Yeah. Like, it just happened to, like, work out that way. Yeah. But, yeah, like, nobody ever, I mean, I don't want to say nobody ever, because who knows what the fuck, like, teenagers got up to, but, like, there was never, like, any, like, scenes made where, like, somebody somebody that was way out of line was, like, trying to force themselves on somebody else, like, even even for the amount of, like, alcohol that was consumed at a lot of these things, like, people kind of understand there are boundaries and that they can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why, like, I, I don't get the, and I mean, like, you know me, like, I don't drink, so, like, I don't know what being drunk is like. But, like, I don't get the idea of, like, oh, I was drunk and I just don't fucking know what I did. Or, like, I had no control over it because I drank too much. Uh, you're, you've seen me drunk. Like, extremely drunk. Any, generally, any party that I throw, I'm I'm pretty damn wasted. Yo, I mean, that's because you, all you're doing is drinking and fucking doing cocaine, so. You, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've, you've never seen me, like, do something stupid and regrettable. No, I mean, I've seen you do stupid I, shit when you're sober, so. Exactly, but like when I'm drunk, I the only thing I do stupid and regrettable is have more tequila. Yeah, but so like, I, <laughs> I, the, like the, the example I was using was like, and like not that I was like a huge partier or anything like that. Like I never drank or did any of that stuff. But like I hung out in those crowds that did, where like we would have a like there were certain times where like I'd be at parties with you know fifty, sixty people, and I knew three of them, and still like. P- people were just completely obliterated and they weren't doing anything that stupid. Like, they were doing stupid shit, but, like, they weren't doing anything that was going to, like, ruin their lives or somebody else's. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, we are definitely not the right people to necessarily be dissecting this sort of thing, but, like, it sucks on a lot of levels. Like, it, it sucks for Spacey because, you know, this kind of fucked him by him fucking up. Um... It sucks for the guy that it happened to if this has really been, like, if this has been, like, a thing that's sort of, like, I don't want to use the word oppressed, but I can't think of a better word. Uh, it's, uh, I think. Because, like, it, it's not oppression, but, like, like that weighed down on him for 30 years. Like, yeah. if, if he has actually felt, like, bad about himself for 30 years because of something like this, like, that's shitty. Nobody should have to go through that. Yeah. And then, like, you have all these other sort of, like, ancillary people that... Like, they're going to lose their jobs. <laughs> like, yeah. that part yeah. of it sucks, so, too. Not that they should just keep making a show just because a, a bunch of people deserve to keep jobs, but 
it sucks that a bunch of people are out of work maybe sooner than they needed to be because, like, somebody else fucked up. Yeah, like, and it's just, it's messed up. And and I hate, I hate to say it this way, too, but it's messed up even more so because this is something that happened in Kevin Spacey's past that is now affecting people in the present, like, job-wise and monetarily-wise. Yeah. And it's like, like, I don't want people to get over what Kevin Spacey did, but finish up the thing and have the people have the jobs they're supposed to have until the end of their job. Exactly. And not, like, hold it back. But I don't. at the same time, there might be something in the contract where if production whatever gets paused or the show gets canceled midway through production, they still get their full monetary uh, benefits. Who knows? I mean, like, I'm not necessarily talking about, like, the actors, because a lot, a lot of those actors, like, they are prominent enough that they will find other work, but, like, there's a lot of crew that goes into this oh, stuff, and I'm sure that yeah. they'll, they'll bounce back and find something, but... Yeah, no, know. and that's, that's what I'm talking about as well. It's, like, the the sound guys, the lighting guys, the set design, art, uh, the, the, the wardrobe, and, I mean, there's just so many people that work on a uh, media piece that it's just... So many people are going to be out of jobs because of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but moving on to something less kind of controversial. Well, no, it's a different type of controversial. It's more stupid controversial because people are idiots. Um, oh, yeah. They, they they cast who is going to play Shazam in the Shazam movie. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Zachary Levi, who he was Chuck on TV. Yeah. Chuck. Um, I like him. Like I think I think he he's good in things. I don't think he is quite the right for Shazam though. I mean, Chris Pratt wasn't quite the right physique for Star Lord when he was cast. No, no okay, so <laughs> Pratt was you know an overweight, out of shape guy, and then he got kind of like jacked for Star Lord. Yeah, Shazam is supposed to look like the Rock. Oh yeah, I know that. That's sort of what I meant. Like especially because they cast Rock as Black Adam, and like Shazam and Black Adam are like. Similar build. They're supposed to be like, well, not polar opposites, but they're supposed to be the same. They they have the same like, not the same source of power, but they have the same powers, and they do. They they look similar. So it's one of those like, for like Zachary Levi to come in and be like, not that the guy's in bad shape, because I mean like he was in good. Excuse me, he was in good shape for Chuck. He was in um Thor: The Dark World. Who was he in Thor: The Dark World? Uh Fenrir. He was uh, one of the one of the the Warriors Three. Um, okay. He he was the one that was recast between the first Thor and the second. Okay. Um. He helped. Um. He, he helped Loki and Thor escape on the the flying ship thingy from Asgard. Right. Yeah. The French dude, right? Well, I mean, yeah. He has like the he had like the mustache and actually French. He wasn't the fat guy or the the Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking or about. Or the girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So like, it's not like he's like an out of shape guy. He's just not the he's not the rock. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think that any amount of training could make him rock in the amount of time it would need to happen. Well, maybe they're trying to be secretive, and he plays the non-powered-up version of Shazam. So the 12-year-old... Is that the story they're going to go with, a kid? Probably. I mean, that's Shazam. Like, he's always he's always a child that, like, harnesses the, the magic and becomes... Sh- he's actually Captain Marvel. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the funny part. And then DC, like, rebranded him in the New 52 to be called Shazam because yeah. it was just easier than, like, conflicting with Marvel on their Captain Marvel. Especially because their Captain Marvel... While DC's Captain Marvel is older, Marvel's is more, like, recognized, I guess. 
Yeah. Especially now that it's Carol Danvers, like, she is a much more, like, noticeable character than, like, guy that kind of looks like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, next. Um, remember last week when we were talking about how the Switch now supported the, the GameCube um, controller stuff? Yeah. That was an accident. What, the, um... Yeah, Nintendo didn't intend for the Switch to support that. The update um, included support for, like, third-party peripherals okay. that were being made for the Switch. And it just so happened that it also allowed the the GameCube um, port thing to work as well. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. If it's an accident on them, then so they're, the... maybe there's no, they're not going to just say it's an accident. But so I mean, the downside to that, like, if it really was an accident, then that means that you know the whole Smash Brothers coming soon or the the GameCube Virtual Console probably aren't in the cards, at least in the foreseeable future, but uh, who knows? I, well, just, even... I just thought it was funny that it was a fucking accident. I just realized it's not going to work anyway. Why? Because the GameCube connector thing has two USB cords, and yeah. the port on the Switch only has one. No, there's one on the back and one on the side, or two on the side. Two oh, on the there's, there's two on the side. I think Never there's, mind. there's two or three USB ports on the Switch. Yeah, there's two on the sides and one inside. Never they, mind. People already confirmed that the, the dongle thing worked. Yeah. Never that mind. Was, that was the I'm big just thing. I'm stupid. Um, all right. So I, was, I, I saved the big news for last. What's that? Um, Paris Games Week is happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. There's and, tons of things being announced. And Sony had, had their press conference. I think Sony might have been the only one that did like a big press conference actually. I think so too. Like other companies and stuff had like just major announcements, but I think Sony was the only one that had like a major keynote. And they had tw- they so they publicized it as they have more than 20 announcements whether they're updates or new games or whatever to announce. They had, yeah. they had 21. <laughs> hey, it's more than 20. But fuck those guys, just say we have 21. It still sounds good. Um, you know, maybe. So now, did you watch any of the trailers or anything that came out of this? Um, I saw one trailer. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of start at the bottom and work my way up. Yeah. Um. So Loco Ro- Loco Roco Two Remaster is coming December okay. 9th, actually. Oh, Loco, that was the uh, like the motion game where you're the blob thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Guacamelee Two. I never played the first one, but I haven't downloaded it on my PS3. It's real cool. Drinkbox Studios is awesome. Um, they also did the game Severed that was on um, Vita, which was really okay. cool. I really liked Severed. Um, I didn't play all of Guacamelee, but I played like a good chunk of it, and it, it's it's a lot of fun. Okay, it's like a cool like Metroidvania sort of platform. Or yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, Spelunky Two was also announced. I played Spelunky One, but didn't really get into it. Spelunky Spelunky was cool. Um, the, the so the trailer for this. Lo- it's a weird kind of depressing because it basically shows you that like Spelunky dude went on to like have a wife and kids, but then it looks like Spelunky dude died. Well, I mean, when you have when you get old, that's what but happens. It, it doesn't look like he was old when he died because his kid would look young still. It, like they were just doing like pictures, so like it showed a picture of like him with his kid, and then like he just disappeared from the picture. Okay. So it's like either either he's dead or he's trapped in a cave, and his son now has to go spooky him out of there. He's probably trapped in a cave. Um, Monster Hunter World had another trailer. I synced it. And then did you, did you see that Aloy is going to be playable? And yeah, I did see that uh, she's going to be playable. You can get um, set up a costume for your cat to be one of the robot things. 
And um, there will be an open beta on December 1st. December 9th. December 9th. For um, PS Plus users. Yes. So I don't know how long that's going to run for. I don't think it's just going to be one day. They're not Nintendo. So they generally do multiple days. And I don't really think it's going to be a beta as much as it's going to be like their demos that they do. But it will be like testing their servers and junk like that, I'm sure. Yeah. But I like I, I didn't read too much into it. It, hopefully it is more of a beta where it lets you just go through like the one star missions at least. But generally, like their demos that they had on the like the 3DS, it would uh, give you three selections of difficulties. Obviously, beginner, intermediate, and expert. And then it would let you select from any of the weapon types in the game. And then in the late in ultimate, when they added like the the different uh, fight modes, it would let you pick which one you wanted to play as. And then you just got to do, like, the one mission. But, like, there was three different missions, so you got to fight, like, three different tier bosses. And you could just test out which weapon system you liked most. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't really... Like, the demos never really showed the full extent of the game. Because there there's no necess- necessity for, like, gathering and grinding. Because it just shows you how to play the game in general. How to fight monsters. So I'm not sure how they're going to do the beta. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I'm absolutely getting it or going to play it. Nice. I, yeah, I have it. Yeah. Uh, I have it I'm saved not. on my. <laughs> I have it saved on my calendar the day before to remind me that the next day I have to keep open. Yeah, you know I might download it just so I can launch it and say I played Monster Hunter and it sucks. No, no. If you don't <laughs> play it, if you don't have time in it, then you can't say that. I can do whatever I want. I'm an adult. No, no. I will um, contest that 100%. You are not an adult. So Final Fantasy 15 Episode Ignis. Oh, boy. Um, we get to see him lose his vision. So the one thing I'll say, at least that's happened, like, at least they're, at least all that standalone DLC for, like, each character is happening in, like, those areas where you don't know what happened to them. Yeah. So, like, that was actually, that was actually one of the cooler chapters in the game. So there's that. But do you have to you have to buy it, right? You have to pay for it? I believe so, unless you bought the season pass. Yeah, see, that game was barely finished as it was. If they would have had those in the initial game, maybe it would have been a little bit better. But, I mean, to make me pay for the stuff, just, I'm not down for that. So that comes out December 13th. Yeah. Um, And then they also gave another look at Monster of the Deep, which is the, the VR fishing Oh, God. Which, that comes out on November 21st, and it's actually a standalone game. I, I'm pretty sure that's what's replacing the uh, the driving minigame. Because they originally showed off the game like with the PSVR and everything um, at the E3 before everything came out, I believe. So, like, E3 2016. And it was, um, you got into the car, and Cindy was driving. And that was it. Like, yeah. it was just really a, a reason for people to, like, look down her shirt. Yeah, I remember that. Because that's apparently what all the people were doing in the... Like... I, I I also remember they had... um, What was it? They had uh, a, like a gun game where you would flash around the thing. It's, it's like an on-rails gun-con game. Yeah, well, I think you played as Prompto in it. Probably. But yeah, so th- instead they're doing fishing. Because apparently people loved fucking Final Fantasy XV fishing. Dude, their fishing in that one was really good. Eh, fishing's fishing. I, I mean... You I mean, look, can't... like, the game itself wasn't really great. Like, it's, I, I had a, a, a well enough time playing through it, but, like, to make a standalone... Like, it's a standalone game you have to fucking buy that's nothing oh. but Final Fantasy f- fishing. Hey, 
trust me, I'm sure there's people that are gonna buy it. Unfortunately, like, um, I know I friggin' Shawhead is like trying to work on developing some sort of game. His immediate thing was, I'm going to incorporate fishing because that's all he's about fishing in every game he plays. I like, he is. Fa- I mean, <laughs> Final Fantasy 11, he spent hundreds of hours fishing, and Final Fantasy 11 fishing sucked. At least vanilla Final Fantasy 11. Fishing in a lot of games suck. Um, I haven't done it in 14, but I hear it's really good in 14. And honestly, Stardew Valley, it's pretty fun as well. I mean, Stardew Valley's not bad. Um, actually, um, Persona 4 wasn't bad once you got the hang of it. Stardew's the same way. Like, once you get the hang of it, it's not bad. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I've never been a big fan of fishing in games. Like, fishing minigames are never a thing that I particularly enjoy. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and I mean, it's just not for everybody, but, uh... Yeah. You know, it is for everybody. Resident Evil 7. Oh, yeah? No? Maybe? Uh, I, I mean, I haven't played it. So, um, well, that has a new DLC. Well, it's first DLC. It's called Not a Hero, and it's gonna actually have Chris Redfield. Okay. As your playable character, which... So, in the in the, the game proper, you don't play as, like, a known, like, Resident Yeah, like, you just... You play as just, like, a person. Like, I... I... I said, I really wanted to get it, never got around to it. If you ever want to borrow it, let me know, I have it. Um, Maybe. But just like the the regular game, it can be played entirely in VR, and okay. it's launching on December 12th. And it's free. It is free DLC. Oh, free DLC. Yeah. I like free DLC. As do I. I'll probably download it, I don't know if I'll play it, but I at least want to make sure that I have, like, that I have it in case, like, I do ever want to go back and play it. Yeah. Um. There was a Far Cry 5 trailer, which... I feel like that game just, it's not going to be anything special. It's going to be Far Cry. Far Cry, like, I didn't play 4, I played 3, and it was just, it was a game. It it was too big for its own good, in my opinion. And then 4 was just another one of those games. Yeah, like, I thought thought that 4 was cool. I didn't play 3. But, like, this one, it's just, there are are enough other games that have this sort of over-the-top, setting i guess would be the best way to put it like wolfenstein right now like that game is fucking bonkers and people love it and i feel like far cry is just gonna fall flat in that aspect well why don't we just bring up all the controversial things this week man come on now oh (laughs) um destiny's uh first dlc expansion got shown yes there is no title for it yet but osiris uh i believe i heard that there's no oh wait no it's for the second dlc so during the trailer for the dlc they showed a, a um uh artwork for the cover of the next DLC. yeah at the end what? of it they showed both like um, covers at the bottom of the screen yeah but yeah this but one... yeah curse, curse of osiris i want osiris's ghost December that 5th. thing looked awesome yeah no that that was a really cool looking ghost yeah and it the um I'm more interested in, like, the story at this point because of all the lore stuff that I've been watching and paying attention to. What a nerd. Look, it, 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 it's very crazy how much they put into this game. Well, not into this game, but into this world. Like, like that they're now trying to incorporate with everyone. Um, it, I don't know what the expansion is going to include, though. Probably in, an increase in light level. Um... Well, obviously, an increase in light level. They can't not increase light level. But I'm three oh, I'm three oh four. So I don't really care at this point what level I what, what happens because I'm going to be able to play through half the game without leveling up. Um, and then, uh, but the 
the whole story concept sounds interesting. Like the the background on Osiris and who he is is just it's fascinating. It's going to be ridiculous. That's fair. Yeah. Um, it's a shame that it's not they haven't introduced any sort of new villains. It looks like it's just the Vex again. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like when they announced Destiny Two, or I don't know if it's when they announced Destiny Two, but at some point during the production of Destiny Two, before it came out, they did uh, send out promo artwork that did show four. Was uh, Fallen Cabal Vex Hive? It showed five pictures of enemies, and one of them is an unknown enemy. Um, however, because this is going to deal with Osiris, who is an ancient guardian, I'm not surprised that they're not incorporating the darkness as of yet. And that's who everyone is assuming the fifth enemy is going to be, the actual darkness itself. Okay. Yeah, they believe the darkness is going to be... be um, I'm trying to... like. I, like, it's its own entity. It's not just like this overarching thing of like just evil. It's like it's it's the and the darkness is the name of an actual race. So in de- real real quick, I don't want to get too into this. Destiny yeah. one like vanilla, it was the the hive and the then... hive the hive the vex the the cabal and the fallen and then uh, the taken came in at taken king. And then what, did anything come with rise of iron or iron blood, whatever the fuck no, that one was called? Uh, not. Not technically, technically was against Fallen, but um, it's it's weird how they did it. It was like uh, uh, of the past, the ancient war minds. I can't remember the name of the substance, but there's a substance that's essentially nano machines that can like repair you. So they fought like an enhanced version of like certain Fallen. Okay, yeah. Now, like, like I said, I I just I wanted to make sure that like I knew like what enemies came from where, just so yeah. I wasn't like speaking incorrectly, but. Yeah, that, that is where I thought they fell. And and they they probably will be incorporating a new boss that might arc over a couple of stories. Mm, Plus, that's interesting. Uh, because uh, Zavathun is Oryx's uh, sister. Uh, Oryx was the Taken King, so this is another Taken villain. And some people even think that that might be her um her ships that you awoke after you beat the game. Okay. There's there's so many fan theories on what this what's going to happen over the next couple over the next like couple of seasons. Um, but you know, moving on from Destiny, which I think we've yeah. talked about plenty. Um, they also announced a game that has already released. Um, I don't think I'm going to pronounce this correctly. It's like Aure Ore. It's O U R E. Ori. I don't think it was actually pronounced Ori. That's why I was having. I was trying to figure out. I they pronounced it in on the stream, and that was two days ago now, and I just don't fucking remember. But well, it, you should remember better. But it it was it was one of those like, and this game is out now. So yeah. It released on the thirtieth. Um, okay. It's it kind of re, it, it has a very like journey Abzu kind of exploration vibe to it. But you're like this weird like person who I think turns into a dragon. Maybe you're just riding like, but like like a Chinese dragon, like like um like the one from like Mulan, like the real long kind that you would see in like like the the um, New Year's Day parade sort of thing. Yeah. Um. It, it actually it looks kind of cool. It, I think it, I think it was twenty bucks on PSN. I'm I'm gonna get it at some point. I just don't know when exactly. But I, I added it to like my PSN wish list because I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. Um, and what else was there? There was a whole bunch of other things. Um, they, they showed more, like, of the Horizon Zero Dawn, Frozen Wilds. Um, they showed some of the Shadow of the Colossus, which looks amazing, but apparently it still plays the same, which doesn't really... So, like, it doesn't play great. Yeah, no, it like, was it was a very, like, 
choppy it, game it, in well, it's uh, cl- Firewatch. Like the controls are clunky, and they didn't yeah. update the controls just like just like they didn't change the controls for the last Guardian. Apparently, like the the control scheme is still very much a 2005 control scheme instead of a 2017 control scheme. Yeah, where like developers have gotten really good about knowing like how to how to control characters, and this game just didn't pick up on any of that. Um, there was also a new Detroit Become Human trailer that people are very divided on, and it also escalates incredibly fucking quickly. Um, so you're playing as that like well, you're it's from it's from the perspective of that female um android thing that um Kara I think her name was from like the very first like tech demo like from like years ago. Yeah. Um, as she yeah Kara sorry I'm looking at the label right now on her jacket. Um. And, like, she gets to this house, and, like, it's basically, like, an abusive single father. And, like, it escalates very quickly to, like, the father's going to go beat the girl, and now the girl's dead because her father beat her. Wow. And then it does that whole, like, thing that every other one of those trailers have done. It's like, but this could have been different. And it starts, like, running through all the different possible scenarios that you could have, like, taken the character through to end up in a different situation. And I think the, the one that it ends on is, like... The little girl shooting the father through the face. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fucking dark. And the thing that a lot of people are pointing out is, like, David Cage, not known for, like, tackling topics like this in a it, very well. Yeah. Like, that's sort of the thing I'm seeing the most of is, like, nobody is quite confident that he can pull off that sort of narrative. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people are just like, that's not how domestic abuse tends to be. Like, it is not that sort of, like, crazy escalation. It's usually way worse because it doesn't escalate like that. But who knows? Um, That game looks... I think the game looks interesting, but it's been so long that, like, I don't... Like, your brother said it in that text. It's like, the fucking game got announced three years ago, and we still don't even know when it might be coming out. Like, who the fuck cares at this point? I remember that. Like, I was excited when I first saw the first trailer, and now at, at this point I'm like... All right, well, let's just wait another year and a half and see when a release date will come out. I mean, it, its release window is spring 2018. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that happens, but maybe not. Um, there was also a Star Wars Battlefront 2 trailer, um, which looked kind of cool. I mean, like, that game looks better than the first one did. Not like, like, graphically it looks good and the first one looked amazing. But, like, this one just looks like it's maybe going to be a better game. Except for whatever reason, when they when they show like the trailer for like the single player stuff, they have like that that main um, character that you're playing as, and when she puts on her fucking helmet, it's like she's goddamn Darth Helmet from Spaceballs. The thing is so fucking big compared to her head. <laughs> like it's actually it actually pulls you away from what you're watching because it's like that helmet is too big. Is this some sort of parody? It could be. Um, and then like the, there's there was some more God of War stuff. Um. We finally found out what the fuck Sucker Punch is working on. What's that? It's called Ghost of Tsushima? I did see, uh, I didn't see the trailer, Tsushima, but I did see I guess, because the tea's usual. Yeah, so it's like this cool, like, samurai-looking game. Yeah. It's, it's apparently going to be open world, which is good. Um, and I guess it's it's fighting against the Mongolian armies ravaging a village in the trailer. Interesting. So, like... This could be cool, and like I like Sucker Punch. Like I didn't, I didn't love um, the last Infamous. What was it, Second Son? But I thought the first two were really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and it's been a long time since we saw an like a Sucker Punch game. Like I don't think they've had anything since that um, Second Son DLC, First Light. 
Uh, I think that sounds about right. Um, and I mean, Second Son was a launch type for the PS4. It was. It was. Um, and now there was another Spider-Man trailer. Still no date, but it's probably 2018. Yeah. Um, the cool thing that we found out kind of with this trailer, Miles is actually in it, in it. Because, yeah, um, at, it wasn't just a cameo in the... Yeah, uh... Like, Pete introduces Miles to, to um, Jameson. Yeah. Um, Mary Jane's a reporter. There's going to be scenes where you actually play as Mary Jane. Okay. And apparently you're going to have your spider powers, like, right off the bat. It's not going to be one of those games where, like, you know, you can't do, like, a web line until, like, you're 30 hours in. You gotta upgrade this, and you gotta upgrade that. Yeah, like, like Insomniac basically came out in, like, a little statement. They're like, look, you're buying this because you want to be Spider-Man. We're just gonna fucking let you be Spider-Man. Yeah, and, like, I really hope they do it well enough to where the open-worldness is so well done that you could just swing around for hours and just deal with petty crime between fighting, like, major villains. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it, it plays similar to Spider-Man 2, because that one did a really good job Yeah, of that sort of thing. Um, but obviously, like, with, like, modern technology and the way that, like, games have, like, changed its storytelling since then. Because, like, just having a bunch of waypoints on a map in a big open world, like, not exactly the best way to do it. Um, yeah. And then the big one was The Last of Us 2 trailer. I haven't watched that yet. I need to. So it is super violent, and people are not super happy about that. No. Um. So it it involves um. So like none of like the the known characters there, like Joel and Ellie, aren't there or anything like that. But basically, like it, it starts out with like this woman. She's being like drug in, like through like a clearing with like a car on fire and all. And there's three people. I think it's two men and another woman that are like dragging her. And they basically put a noose around her neck and make her stand on a bucket, getting ready to hang her. But, like, at one point, like, the woman the woman that's, like, doing this to her, like, pulls out a knife and, like, presses it against her stomach. Like, she's going to, like, slice her stomach open. And it says something about, like, getting the demons out. So a lot of people are thinking that maybe this is, like, a flashback and she's Ellie's mom. Okay. But then she brings – then, like, another woman gets br- brought in. And at, at this time, there's also, like, five other dead bodies all hung up, like, next to where they're getting ready to hang this other one. And they start – and I think that they kind of, like, interrogated the second woman a little bit. And she wouldn't, like, say anything. So, like, the other woman's just, like – like take her wing which involves like the two men like pinning her to the ground pulling out a fucking hammer and just crushing her arm with a hammer jeez like super super brutal um and like a lot of people are not thrilled with how brutal it was but at the same time like i think it was a it was a little much especially because that game wasn't necessarily like that game had some brutal violent moments but like people love that game because of the story and the characters and everything so like seeing this they're seeing it it's like well this just seems like just violence for the sake of violence but i feel like in context it's probably going to be a much different scene and i think i think probably naughty dog and sony's thinking for it wasn't so much like let's show them just something crazy violent it's people that played the first game know what sort of world this is let's show them just how dark this world is so they kind of know what what sort of game this sequel is going to be yeah so i mean like that the first trailer where where, like ellie said she's going to kill them all at the end um like that's already setting it up that like okay this is a much darker setup well not setup because i mean the first fucking game setup was dark as shit like the fucking zombie apocalypse happens and a little 12 year old girl dies like, yeah. <laughs> spoilers if you didn't play Last of Us in the last five years. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those, like, th- this game is, it, is it's not 
it's not about hope the way the, the that first one was. Like that first one was like, oh, this girl might be able to solve the problem. This one's like, no, no, like the, the, we didn't solve the problem, and people are still fucking monsters, and not just like zombie plant monsters. Like people in general are just shitty. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that was all the news. Let me just double check. Uh, well, I don't know how up to date like the. On Facebook, I was scrolling through Facebook real quick, and I've seen both Billy Eichner and Beyonce share an image within the past hour or two of the Lion King full cast. I don't know if the the quote-unquote live-action Lion King full cast. Um, so I don't know if you are any up-to-date, but this is a really good cast. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew most of it. I knew, like, um, James Earl Jones was going to be Mufasa again, yeah. and um, Donald Glover is Simba. Yeah. Um, Beyonce, I think, is Nala. Yes, which I, I didn't know about that. Beyonce's Nala. Uh, Schwatel, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. He played Mordo in um, uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He was also in The Martian. He plays Scar. Uh, Alfre Woodard, who was Maria Dillard in Luke Cage, plays uh, uh, Sarabi. I believe that might be um, Simba's mom. Yeah. And then here's some more no- names that you might know. Uh, John Oliver plays Zazu. That works. Seth Rogen plays Pumbaa. Okay. Billy Eichner plays Timon. Uh, John Connie, who played uh, the King Chakala in uh, Winter or er, in uh, Civil War. Okay. He plays Rafiki. Uh, Eric Andre plays Azizi. Florence Kasumba, <coughs> who I don't know who she is, plays the one of the other um, Shen Shenzi, one of the other uh, hyenas. What they're what are the name what are they whatever they're called hyenas, hyenas yeah yeah and uh, Keegan Michael Key plays the third hyena okay that's cool and then it has the kids that play uh, kid Simba and Nyla which is J D McCray plays Simba Crary and uh, Shadia Wright Joseph plays Nyla Nala Nala whatever yeah Nala not Nyla Nala um so yeah that's a really good cast I'm not really too sure how I feel about Seth Rogen but everyone else. I'm good with. Yeah, I mean, like, Disney has been doing pretty well with these, like, live-action remakes of cartoons. It's yeah. going to be weird that, like, this is... Like, the Jungle Book had at least one human in it. This one is just all animals, so, like, calling it live-action just feels wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, I've had uh, arguments with people online. Like, I still consider it live-action it because they, they use live scenes and things. They don't... You, there's so much... There's only so far you can go with, like animals you can't actually train lions yeah so. and i mean like part of it's probably also going to be like motion capture and stuff like that so uh, yeah i mean they use very little motion capture from what i hear and even like the live scenes are they used a very little of those oh okay. so my arguments of it's still technically live action are falling further and further and further apart that's why i started with the quote unquote live action that's fair um but yeah so so what have you been up to this week uh, I played a lot of Stardew Valley. Um, I am midway through summer, and I'm still learning a lot of stuff I need to learn in that game. That seems to be how that game goes. Yeah, I'm constantly, like, at the beginning of every morning, pause whose birthday is, like, I go to find out whose birthday it is, pause, what does this person like for a gift? Okay, go bring them a gift. Alright, who, where do I go to talk to the girl that I'm trying to, to marry? I go. I gotta go give her a gift at least twice a week, and I I I, in, I advanced my uh, relationship standing with somebody a lot further than I was trying to with somebody else. So 
I'm like, crap, uh, it doesn't matter. As long as you don't give them the bouquet, then you're good. So you can get everybody to 10 hearts. But once you give the bouquet, that's who you're going to marry. And 10 hearts is the, like, the most. So depending on, like, how far uh, your relationship is with that person, you get different cutscenes. So, for instance, uh, Abigail, she's the purple-haired chick. If you get far enough with her, one day when you work, walk into Pierre's store, she asks you to come play video games with her. Okay. And then uh, there was uh, the girl Maru, I believe, is um, Robin and the other dude's daughter, the scientist's daughter. Yeah. I went into her house. I think I gave her something for her birthday. I went into her house uh, that day, and it made a cutscene where she had to go get soil samples, and she asked you to just keep an eye on something. And her dad was in there talking to you like, she's a good kid. Just make sure, uh, make sure she always stays happy. I was like, that's awkward. And she comes and is like, did you guys talk? And you have the option of like, yeah, your dad made things awkward. Or, oh, no, it was just nothing. We got to know each other or something like that. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's ridiculous, but awesome. I've, uh, I've gotten so many different weapons as well. Like, I run around with a mallet right now, but I'm about to switch back to uh, a more fast weapon. And I've learned that uh, watch TV at the beginning of every day. Yeah. With, uh, watch, but don't like watch, um, watch the Weather Channel to see what the next day is going to bring. I had four days in a row of rain, so I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go fishing or go into the mines every day. I had like four days in a row of rain, so I was able to upgrade my uh, my water can. And then um, I had two of those days were very high luck days, so I'm like, all right, I'm going into the mines to get as much shit as I can. Yeah, because there's also the, the recipe days where you can learn yeah. how to make things. Yeah, I, and every time I go to check... I always happen to be on the same day where they're doing a rerun of how to make an omelet, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Oh, that sucks. But I don't even have a kitchen yet, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I did uh, I did start listening to uh, Critical Role. Okay. And that is uh, his Geek and Sundry's um, D&D campaign that recently ended, actually. They have about... 80 plus episodes well, i believe i think they're launching like a new season uh, they could be i i'd like i don't know much about it it's a lot I of just... like voice actors which is awesome oh yeah it's matt matt mercer who uh he's done tons of voice acting i believe he's Laura the D- bailey is on it too and she's like in everything yeah um yeah there's there's they're all voice actors Ashley and johnson it's... who is on fucking she's she's ellie in the last of us yeah, and like you can even you can hear it in her voice, and she's like super adorable when she plays too. It's amazing. Um, most of the people that did, if you watched the D and Diesel um, video, I did not, but I, I knew like that was like basically that team of people. A, a couple of them, like because it's there's um, eight players and one DM, so they can get into some pretty really intense situations. I think Will Wheaton's on it a couple times too, isn't he? I, I'm I'm only. And this is a shock to me. I'm about nine episodes in so far. That is uh, four times... No, let's go three times eight is 20. That's 24 hours so far. I'm, I just started episode nine, or I might be a partway through episode nine. It's friggin' long, some of these episodes. But it's it's really good. Like I, I know I say this quite often, and I'm not trying to deter you from listening to them, but I'm just, in general, like my opinion from listening to Nerd Poker... God's Fall, Dungeon Rats, now Critical Role, and then watching the Force Gray things. It's so much better. Like, I can't stand uh, uh, Nerd Poker anymore. Really? I, it's it, Like, I listened to it today, reluctantly, because they just, they, 
they diverge off so much. They they constantly overtalk each other. Uh, and one thing that drives me nuts, especially about this most recent season, is and, and um, Brian Fosain kind of makes fun of it a little bit, but it still drives me nuts. Is Brian Fosain does not know his character, and he's been playing this game for thirty years, and it's it's the easiest character in the world. It's a barbarian. They have the ability to rage. Once they rage, they're in that state of rage until they don't attack for a turn or the battle ends or like a minute passes, which is 10 rounds. Man, you're a nerd. It's I mean, it's just a very (laughs) common thing to know about barbarians if you know D&D. But every turn, he's like, I want to rage. It's like, you're already raged, dude. Stop saying you want to rage. You're already raged. And then the uh, fact that they use their same characters for their uh, danger rooms for their, um, what's it called, their uh, um, Patreon patrons. They use the same characters, and they use the same character sheets. So he's constantly forgetting what's what ca- what this character has in this campaign and what the character has in the, in the Danger Room campaign. I, like, they talk over each other. They don't pay attention to him. I just, it's getting harder and harder for me to listen to. I mean, I, I've only ever, like, watched one Critical Role thing, and it was actually a Critical Role kind of funny collab. Where yeah. like like it was like three or four of the critical role people came and like did like an episode of um the one kind of funny podcast. Yeah. And like they just played a short campaign. Like it was like a two hour like video. Yeah. Um but it was cool because like because they're all voice actors, they all like get super in the character and like voice them and everything and like yeah, actually and, act like characters. And that's that's the other it's like critical role, um Dungeon Rats like Dungeon Rats, not so much, but still, like they're mostly in training and like lower tier actors. Like they're all some sort of actors, and even in God's Fall, like they have some sort of acting background from school and whatnot. They all actually get in a character, and then you, uh, it's like then I hear Brian Puff saying, "Uh, well, I'm gonna talk to this guy instead of actually talking to him," and like it's just one of those pet peeves that drives me nuts. Being a Dungeon and Dragons player, where it's like. Come on now, be your character. Don't say what your character's doing. Do what your character does. Don't say, I want to talk to this guy. Talk to the guy. Because you wouldn't walk up to, to a shopkeeper and say, hey, I want to I buy something from you. It's, hey, let me get this. Or, hi, how are you doing? Do you have any of these? It's not, hey, I want to ask you if you have this. Well, or, you, I... or you don't look up to this guy and like, hey, Sky, can I ask this guy if they have something I want? No, so... it's... I've never listened to them, but I hear that, um, was it Friends at the Table is apparently good, and the Adventure Zone. Yeah, I'm told I have to listen to Adventure Zone. Adventure Zone is really good. Yeah, that um, is, um, that's the, the McElroy brothers. Yeah. And then, um, Friends at the Table is, um, Austin Walker, who does, uh, Waypoint. He used to be at Giant Bomb. Yeah. And, like, a bunch of, like, his friends. Yeah, and they've so been doing I've, it for a while, and they apparently do diff. They don't always do like D and D; like they'll play different tabletop RPGs. Yeah, and that's that's fun. Like for, I mean, I I try and get into that. I try and listen to that, but like I said, I there's 80 episodes of Critical Role, and I am nine episodes in. I've already spent a day listening to it. So it's going to take me a while before I start listening to another new thing. Yeah, no, I was just throwing it out there just as yeah. two things that you could always check out if you don't want to listen to Nerd Poker yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up still listening to it in hopes that maybe, like, they get better. I think the one thing that they're really missing is they're missing, like, there's not enough players in, in yeah. Nerd Poker. If they had, uh, what's her name? I can't remember uh, the girl from season one. Um, the woman. 
I can't remember, but she played Mildred. If they had Mildred, or the woman who played Mildred, who would who was able to keep them on track, it would probably be a little bit better. But this entire time, they're just most of the time they're just going off on their own tangents. And even uh, what's his name, uh, Dan Telfer, has commented on multiple episodes like they didn't hear me because they were in their own side conversation. They were going off on a bit, and they didn't hear me explain what happened. So now I have to explain again what happened. In this episode, in the episode that dropped today, he straight up said, "Sorry, listeners. Um, uh, Brian is so proud about his bit that he's still talking to the sound guy about it, and he didn't hear what I just told him. And and at one point, he uh, he was trying to get Blaine to take his turn, and he had to give him. He he was like five, four, three more seconds until DM takes over your character. To and then Blaine jumps in and still takes five minutes to take his turn. Oh wow, that's." So like, I don't know if you've listened to any of this new season, but they're just they have their I guess ADD is worse than it was before. That sucks, and, and I, just, I haven't really listened to any. Yeah, so. and it's like I I listened to all of this season with Sark, and they were more on point with their role play than they are now. Now it's I mean, and it's supposed to be D and D is just supposed to be a game where you sit around and have fun. But if you're gonna create something like this where you're gonna have people listen. At least, like, be in the thing that you're having people listen to instead of going off on too many side tangents where you only have an hour each week. Whereas, like, Dungeon Rats and uh, God's Fall, they'll record four, five, six hour long sessions and then they'll edit it down to, like, an hour. Like, they'll do the six hour sessions, but maybe make three, epi- three hour long episodes out of it because. They'll cut down on the side talk. They'll cut down on the stuff that's not important and just keep in, like, the combat stuff and the actual related information. And then even Critical Role, since it was all done live, they know, like, this is being done live. People are watching. We got to keep in it. And if they're going to have a side conversation, they will whisper to each other where you won't hear it. And you can even see it on the streams. Okay. So it's just, yeah. Sorry I had to go on my rant about that, but it's just... I've been noticing more and more. I'm like, I just, I'm reluctantly listening to this now because I was a fan of the original season. And as soon as Sark left, I wasn't all that happy about it. I didn't like, I didn't like Blaine as the DM. I stopped listening three episodes into him being DM. And now it's like, Dan Telfer's a great DM, but their attention span is way worse. I don't know how much longer I can pay attention to this. It happens. Um, you do anything else other than uh, uh, listen to podcasts and play Stardew? I'm trying to think. I think I might have watched something new. I don't think so, though. Um, oh, I went... Uh, our fearless uh, leader, who is not really our leader anymore because he is not in... He hasn't been here in, like, six months. Eric. He was never his, a leader. I know. He thinks he was. Um, he had a second baby this weekend. Who's adorable. That's debatable. She's adorable. No, like, um, yeah, I texted him congratulations and everything the day that I saw. Uh, I guess it was the day it happened that Audrey posted on Facebook. Yeah, um, it's and good for them, yeah, it's great. She's adorable. It's awesome. Um, Everyone's happy and healthy and all that fun yes. stuff. Yeah, uh, everyone's great. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just still trying to think. I feel like Friday had something happen, but I can't remember. Well, I've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, so it's all right if you don't. God, why can't I remember Friday now? What did I do Friday? Probably lots of cocaine. Uh, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> because, 
yeah, this is really going to drive me nuts. Like, oh, that's right. I had a Halloween party Friday. That's what I did. So, yeah, lots of cocaine. Um, but so, so that so that was your week. Yeah, I think that's about my week. Right. So um, I, I watched a couple of things. That's what I'm going to start with. Oh, what did um, you watch? So not not new, but I just want to throw out there. I really am liking The Gifted. I, um, I'm caught up except for this week. It's one of the few shows that like we are actually like definitely caught up on. Yeah, it's um, a really good show. Yeah, like it, it it has some misses, but overall, like I'm actually I'm really enjoying it. And Erica actually likes it too. And she's she, she hasn't really gotten into any of these like comic book shows other than Legion and like Gotham mostly. Yeah, and like Legion is a very weird show, and Gotham like even that like she kind of comes in and out of. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've just I just wanted to throw it out there. I really like Gifted. So do I. It's a really good show. Um, but otherwise, uh, last Friday, I guess it was, um, we went and saw Suburbicon. That, I don't even know what that is. So it's a Matt Damon movie. Um, it's like based, it's like set in the sixties. Um, it's directed by George Clooney and holy shit, was it weird? Um, it is nothing like what the trailers portray it to be. Yeah. I, I don't want to give anything away because that will like ruin the movie, but <coughs> Erica did not like it. Um, it, she's actually the one that wanted to go see it because she saw the trailers and thought it looked like it might be good, and she just did not like it at all. Um, we actually went with um, with Dave and Eric, and Dave and I both liked it. Like, it wasn't the best movie, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, if you watch the trailers and then you go see the movie, it's like, whoa, how the fuck did they get these trailers out of this fucking movie? <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's weird, though, and it's definitely, maybe not, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, maybe not a, uh, a, like, a theater trip, but definitely, like, a red box or something like that. Amazon Prime Video, what have you? I'll have to uh, I'll have to look into it and yeah. remember about it. You'll have to remind me when it's all. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll try and remember. Um, I also we watched like the first three episodes of Stranger Things season two. I have not been able to watch that yet. So like, and again, it's one of those things like we're so behind on TV and we we've been doing so much lately. Yeah. That like, yeah, we, we last Sunday we managed to watch the first three episodes and it's good. Like, it's definitely like. I want to watch the rest of it. We just haven't had time to yet. Um, friend, uh, a friend of mine sat down to watch it Saturday night and finished it Sunday morning before she went to bed. Yeah, like, I mean, I probably would have finished it by now if Erica didn't watch it. Because, like, yeah. I, I can watch stuff while I'm, like, working. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good. I like it a lot, and I'm looking forward to finishing it. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to sit down. Uh, depending on when we get done here tonight, I'm probably going to sit down, uh, do some D&D work, and maybe watch episode one. Nice. Nice. This um, way, like, I can get, like, a lead into it. But now, like, the big thing. I got Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I saw you playing it the other day. Yeah. Actually, you know, real quick, before that, I forgot to mention this last week. Um, and I don't... It, this is, like, I guess, a little more news, but I had written it up in games on my little list. Um, Lego Dimensions is canceled. Oh, yeah? And, and I'm kind of bummed. I, did you ever really play it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. Like, look, the first thing I did in that game was I put Gandalf in the fucking Batmobile, and drove <laughs> down the yellow brick road. Okay. And that that was story. That was story content. Okay. Because, like, your main story, you have Batman, Gandalf, and Wild Child. Like, okay. You can, you can drop all the other characters in with you, but, like, your cutscenes are those three characters, along with characters from the different worlds you traveled. So, like, the doc, like, like the Peter Capaldi doctor is in a couple of ep- um, levels. Well, I mean, he's in one level a couple of times, I should say. And he he shows up out of his timeline. So, like, when he shows up the first time in the game, he has already met your character. So he makes a bunch of references that none of them get. 
And then, like, later on, when he pops back up, it is him meeting your characters for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, like, they did, they did such a good job with that game. And it's a bummer that, like, they're not going to make any more, like, sets for Like, and, like, to be fair, like, the sets were kind of hit or miss. And, like, the way that they did, like, story content, like, additional stuff wasn't always great. Like, they had the big play sets. Like, they did the Ghostbusters one and they did the, um, the Fantastic Beast ones where, like, you actually got, like, a whole new, like, portal to build and everything. Yeah. But then they had, like, the other ones that were, like, 30 or 40 bucks and you got, like, a couple levels with, like, two or three characters. But, like, yeah, like, I, I thought those games were fucking awesome. Like, it was so much fun because, like, you got to sit there and build Legos and then play with them. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, this is also the whole idea that, like, the toys to life genre is was dying. Like, oh, they... no, I mean, it's, it's 100% dead now. Like, there was no yeah. Skylanders this year. Lego, look, if, if if fucking Legos can't make a, can't win in this, like, it's, it's, it's over. Like, Amiibos are the yeah. only thing left standing. Like, I, I mean, but also, I kind of would say that it's really it doesn't make sense for lego to stop because it's not really that much more as but, long as they but it keep... is because of the game development side of it so making plastic bricks not that much more but like developing content that's a lot of stuff to pay for yeah true i um i don't i guess maybe like if they i don't know yeah sure because look they are still going to support what is there they're just not releasing any new place yeah so which, I that mean, makes sense so it's basically dead which sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I already finished the story. Okay. Um, so I, I got the game Friday. I finished the story. I want to say it was early Sunday. Okay. Um, I have like 150 out of the 999. Okay. Um, so like you don't need that many to finish the game. You basically just need enough to like progress through. So like each time you land in a new world, um, it literally tells you how many moons you need to move on to the next one. And the moons are essentially like the stars or whatever from the pre... Like, so in Mario 64, you got stars yep. in They're each the level. the stars or the shines or any of Okay. Yeah, but so... So, like, in, in Sunshine or in 64, it was very, like, level-based where, you know, yeah. you had your hub and then, like, you'd jump into a painting or whatever and, you like, you would yeah. get one star at a time. And yeah. then you'd get bumped out, then you jump back in and get another star. Yeah, it was like that in uh, Galaxies 1, yeah. not Galaxies. Galaxies 2 is a lot different than Galaxies 1. So there's no hub world in this. It's just, like, you get on the Odyssey, which is your ship, and you, you fly to whatever kingdom you want to go to. Okay. And then there are sort of, like, story-related shines that... Or shines, um, moons that you'll get. And then there's just moons all over the place, and, like... In the course of getting the story ones, you're usually going to pick up, like, at least a handful of just other ones. And it's super seamless. Like, the only time that it ever, like, resets you to the beginning of a level is after you get, like, a story one. Okay. So, like, if you get, like, like the final story one for, like, a section, it'll take you back to the ship because something in the level usually changes. Like, one of the early levels is, like, the um, the deserty one. But yeah. because of, like, all the bad stuff going on, it's all, like, frozen over, kind of. So, like... The first thing you do is you have to make your way to the, this inverted pyramid. And then when you finish that part up, the pyramid starts floating. So you then have to get on top of the pyramid, I believe it was. Okay. But, like, between those two things, they reset you back at the beginning of the level. Um, yeah. But you do. You, like, you end up getting so many moons as you progress. And they base... So when you... You don't just get told how many moons are in a level, but they all seem to have, like, around, like, 50-ish, I'd say, depending. Yeah. Um, but what happens is, like, when you open the map, there's then, like, a list, like, you hit Y to give, like, a list, and it lists all the kingdoms you've been to, and all of the moons. If you've gotten it, it lists, like, what the name of that moon was, like, Behind the Waterfall Moon, or Ground Pound the Cement Moon, like, what what have you. 
Um, if you haven't gotten it, it's just um, like dashes. So you can okay. see how many there are. You just don't know exactly where they would be. Um, but like, there, it's usually easy enough to figure it out. Like, they did this wonderful job of when you're doing something in the game, you can always see these kind of like points of interest in the distance. So it's just it's something like I wonder what that is over there. So you go over there and you're like, oh, it's a little puzzle to get a shine. Or you find a pipe, you go in a pipe, and it leads you into a um, like one of the 2D levels, which are fucking awesome. That's actually what I was trying to do last night that I kept like cursing. <laughs> I was trying to do a 2D level that was just super challenging. Um, That's because you suck at video games. No, like this was actually really hard. Um, but yeah, so what you'll end up having, like you'll be in that 2D level, and like you'll die, but like on your way falling, you'll notice that there's like this alternate path that you don't know how to get to it, but you see a shine over there. So then it's like, all right, so there's the shine I'm going to get by completing this, but then how the fuck do I get that one over there? And it's just like this weird, like, just little, like, you'll turn the camera and you'll you'll notice that, like, oh, I wonder what that is. And you'll you'll go over there and it's like, oh, there's, like, this path to this puzzle. It's really cool. And plus all the, um, all the possession stuff. Like, you, the, the ways that you can interact with things by, like, throwing your hat at them and, like, taking them over. Um, like, every world has some sort of creature that makes it easier to get through that world. Yeah. So like the water levels, you can you can you know there's fish and all sorts of stuff that you can get to like make swimming easier, so that you, a you don't need to come up for breath, and b Mario just swims like shit. So when you're a fish, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Um. Or like there's a, a level that has a lot of lava. You can literally take over one of the fireballs that spits out of the lava. Um. And like in that one, you you have to make your way up a mountain, basically like at, like you switch off between being a ball of lava and just being Mario. But, like, you get to the very top, and, like, you look out, and you're like, oh, shit, there's a couple purple coins out there. And then you then grab a fireball and, like, jump off the mountain to go get those purple coins before you forget about it. Yeah. And then, like, make your way back up the mountain, or hopefully you were smart enough to hit the checkpoint so that you can just fast travel back up there. Because um, it – so there's three types of, like, currency in the game. You have, like, your normal coins, which, unlike most Mario games where it's, like, you know, collect 100 coins in a, in a world and you get, like, whatever that the token is, you just – keep getting coins so like i have like four thousand coins right now um so what they do is every time you die you lose like five or ten coins so i'm i'm assuming if you ever run out of coins you're just you're boned and that's game over yeah um but the other thing is that there's like a shop in every land where you can buy different costumes or did you get or like did you get, trinkets. uh did you get swimsuit costume yet it's not a swimsuit it is just boxer it's just boxers yep um, it's also super expensive, like compared it... to a lot of the other ones. I think it's like six thousand, something like that. Mario totally should have a gold chain on underneath his clothes, like when wearing that. He's that, got the... no chest hair either. What kind of an Italian is he? I thought he did have chest hair. No, he is smooth as can be. Um, I people did fan art of him with the chest hair. Um, but oh yeah, he is just super plain. Yeah. I had to look it up. So you have like costumes you can buy with your normal, and then there's. There's usually, like, there's a couple that are just the same in every world, and then every world has, like, one or two, like, unique ones in there, it seems. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, a purple coin in every world that it is shaped differently depending on the world you're in. So, like, when you're in the wooded area, it's more like a... Um, if you're in, like, the wooder area, I think it was more like like a drop of wooder or something like that. But there, there's, a, there's, like, a finite amount of those coins in each level. It's usually between 50 and 100. Yeah. And there is another person in the shop selling stuff that only takes those coins as currency and it's generally like they're they're selling like the the cooler outfits that you can get and they they, it's usually two outfits and then like trinkets that you can put in the ship like stickers and statues and stuff 
The nice thing that they did, though, is it's not one of those things where you have to, like, pick and choose. Everything, like, the total cost of the purple items adds up to the amount of purple coins in the level. So if you collect all the purple coins, you can buy all of the items in each level. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to. Like, if all you want are the costumes, you can totally get just enough to get all the costumes, and you're you're fine. Like, I, I've bought a bunch of costumes. Um, I have a pirate costume. I have, like, a 1920s sort of, like, gangster suit Mario. I've got... um. Mario 64, just like a classic Mario. Like, it, it's colored like the original Mario, but it, it's much, like, higher definition. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I have one other one, and I just can't remember what it is. But I know apparently there is a pixel suit. Because at one point, I was talking to a Toad, and he's like, Man, I miss your old Blocky. If you come over here looking like that, I'll unlock this door for you. <laughs> so I just need to find out where to get that from. But yeah, I, like, the, the whole game has just been... It's been great. I, I don't. I don't know that I'll actually get all the all the sh- moons, but I'm definitely going to keep playing it because, like, the very first world you go to, you don't end up collecting moons in it, like, like story wise. But you can totally go back there because there are a bunch of moons in that world. Yeah. And then, like, the, the, there's a few curveballs they throw at you. Like, there is one boss fight near the end that I was not expecting. That was the coolest fucking boss fight in a Mario game ever. Like, Bowser shows up with a friend that you are not fucking expecting. <laughs> <laughs> um. And the, the there are two sequences in the game that are just there's there there's something special. So it's um it's New Donk City, the end of New Donk City, which I don't want to like spoil anything. But there's there's this whole ending se- segment to it that's just phenomenal. Um, the gameplay is great. Um, it's the it's the scene that actually has the song that Pauline is singing that like you hear in the trailers and everything. Um, the song is catchy, and that it's just it's just a really nice nice portion of that game. Yeah. And then one of the last segments of the story is just, you kind of get up to it and you're like, do they really want me to do this? Oh shit, yeah, they totally want to do this. <laughs> and you do it, and it's just, it's super fucking cool. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to get it. I'm hoping to get it uh, very soon, within the next couple of weeks. Um, it's, I know it's getting rating, like getting 10s across the board for the most part, and there's only two games this year from, like, I believe it was IGN, only two games this year on IGN that got 10s, and they were both Nintendo games. Yeah, like, I know Zelda basically got 10s everywhere, and now Mario. Yeah, and like, so Mar- they they yeah. finally, like, they know what they're doing to sell games. And, you know, like, I was super skeptical that Mario would even come out this year, but, like, they, they fucking nailed it. And I tweeted something, I, I don't even remember what I, what I tweeted, uh, like, while I was playing them. Let me see if I can just pull it up real quick. Um, oh, come on, stop. There we go. So, like, I, and I think I mentioned this last week to you, too. Um, I said the Wii and the Wii U had some good titles, in, like, in their lives. But so far, the Switch is, like, killing it. Um, yeah. If they keep the quality and the third-party support up, this could be a true return to Nintendo powerhouse that we remember, like, from when we were kids. Yeah. Um, and then I, like, responded to that and said, um, and Super Mario Odyssey is just as charming and fun as all the reviews are making it out to be. Because, like... It's not perfect. Like, it totally has its problems and stuff like that, like any game would. And, like, certain parts of it are super easy. The boss fights are generally not very hard. But, like, it's just fun. Like, it's a good time. And that's yeah. what games are supposed to be. Like, you're not supposed to be fucking frustrated at a game. Like, you're supposed to be having a good time. And, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get it, and you're going to play it, and you're going to be like, wow, this is this is something special. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I already know. I've I've known since the day it was announced that I'm going to love this game. It's, I've been super excited for just monetarily. It just didn't pan out properly yeah. for me. Like, like I said, like, I mean, getting the dinosaur, like taking over the dinosaur, like in the trailer, 
that is just fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Um, like, New Donk City is probably one of the best levels in a Mario game ever. Um, just because of, there's just so much life, which is weird to say. But, yeah, like, just, that, that game, they did something really special. They it does have problems, like, there are a lot of sort of, like, stereotypes going on in the game. But I don't think it's, like, any, like, I don't think it was anything malicious. Because, I, like, I remember reading and hearing, like, other podcasts talk about it where, like, the development staff was just super, super excited to, like, work on this game and show all these places around the world that they had visited. But, like, it ends up being, like, when you go to, like, like a deserty area, it's got a lot, like, the, the outfit you buy there is, like, a poncho and a sombrero. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. And, like, Bowser's Castle is very, like, Asian-themed. So, like, it's not that, like, it's not that any of it's bad. It's just, like, there are there, there's some stereotypes there that I feel like might turn certain people off. But I think, like, if those people would just look past it and see, like, the game is really just trying to have a good time, that it's not a big deal. I, I'm sure, I, like, I haven't seen any complaints. I'm sure anybody who's complaining... They go back to it and like, oh, this is just a fun game. I don't care about what's going. Like, well, I mean, the problem is, people, the people that are complaining are just type of people that complain about shit and they won't even give it a shot. They're just going, oh yeah, no, that this is stupid oh, yeah. stereotyping and no, fuck this game and fuck this Nintendo. Is, this is stupid because I can buy a poncho and a sombrero. And it's, like, I mean, there there is more like, to it than just that. I just don't want to spoil anything. Well, not, yeah, not no, that, that it will spoil things, but it's just one of those like, there are some things where it's like, okay, yeah, I guess like. That's not super politically correct, but at the same time, like, it's not really a, f- like, I mean, not that I can really say what's offensive or not to somebody, but, like, it it doesn't seem malicious. It doesn't seem like they went into this, like, oh, yeah, you know, we want to stereotype things. This is the only thing we know. Like, it's a Mario game. Like, everything's kind of, like, it's, it's, got, it's, it, it's the, got its own sort of vibe to it. It's supposed to be campy and goofy and not, like, supposed to be taken too seriously. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that... That's that's Mario. I really like it. I'll t- probably talk a little bit more next week. Um, still not spoilery, but I don't. I just I want to be careful with how much I say, just because a you haven't played it, and b anyone that's listening might not have played it. So yeah, no, it's yeah, I I like to not spoil certain things like video games mostly. Yeah, that's um, why like like I, I won't but, get into any spoilers next time, but I'm I'm going to definitely play a little bit more over the next week. So I mean, next week we'll have a lot more to talk about because Thor comes out this weekend. So true. That is true. Uh, I I have my tickets for Saturday night. Um, I did not buy tickets yet. I'm going at ten o'clock Saturday night. I think we're going at some point Saturday or Sunday. I know my week's kind of weird because I think it's Saturday. Erica has something to do. Sunday I actually have to work, and she's going to a baby shower. But I'm yeah. I, I think we'll figure out some time to go see it. Yeah, yeah. It's you'll get to see it. I know you will. Um, um but yeah. I, I think that might be a show. I think so too. Cool. Um, well, thank you for listening. If you'd, uh, like to support us in any way, shape, or form, you can head over to patreon.com slash onequest and help us out a little bit, pay the bills, so to speak. Um, if you want to find more of our content, you can go over to www.one-quest.com. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us social at one-quest.com. Or you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline. We are at one underscore quest on Twitter. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash onequestvideo. Uh, and, it, of course, podcasts. If you would like to find more of our podcasts, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Basically anywhere that you want to listen to a podcast, we're there, except for Spotify. We're not on Spotify. Um, 
And actually, right around the same time that this is going up, there should also be a second episode where um, I talk with Top Cal's Matt Hawkins. Sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so keep an eye out for that in the feed also. And otherwise, we will be back next week. Bye. See you, everybody.